Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly and Troy. And we talked about this last week on the Patreon episode because we did the Stone series episode. But we want to say thank you to everyone in Minneapolis and Denver that came out. Yeah, the Minneapolis and Denver shows were crazy. We've never done back to back shows like that. So we were like really nervous about how it would all turn out. And it was the only difference was that we couldn't get drunk after, <laughs> but it was really great. And the audiences were just like incredible. So thank you to everybody who came. Yes. And we have shows in Philly and um, DC still. So hopefully we see you guys there. So I guess we should just start with some pop culture stuff, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on right now in the news, a lot pertaining to our show. <laughs> so Troy and I were at brunch on Sunday and I got the notification that Ben and JLo got married. What are your thoughts with that? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, it's like I wanted, it's like instinctively I was like, I should care about this. I know I'm supposed to. But I feel like collectively we're all just so sick of, of them together, right? I don't know. It seems like people are so split. They're either like, oh my God, this is everyone's like second chance. And I'm like, you really want to go back to your Ben Affleck ex-boyfriend? Right. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I guess I'm just so over J-Lo. Like, I just feel like she's so shoved down my throat. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, um, I don't, I just don't give a shit anymore about their relationship. I'm exhausted of it. I don't even care about deciphering if it's real or whatever. I, I really do think at the end of the day, they are truly in love based on the blinds that we've read. And they also use their, their relationship as a job. I bet, with, like I said, I think within three months, Ben Affleck will be in rehab and then Jen will make that all about her standing by her man while he's in rehab. Mm-hmm. And that that would be interesting, just like the comparison of her, the nonstop comparisons between her and Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah. And that'll be, if that does happen, that would be crazy. I know. Um, we also have to talk about Army Hammer working at a resort and... Uh, <laughs> I guess pivoting what else is he gonna do I don't understand though so he's like actually working at this resort as a employee he's selling timeshares and like I think he's a concierge or something 
crazy. Also sounds very dangerous for who he is as a person. Allegedly, of course. Yeah. That's just crazy to me. It's, I think it's like the first time we've seen somebody canceled so quickly, like take like a, a normal person job. I mean, I think there's still, honestly, I think Army Hammer will have a comeback though. I do too. But I he really sucks do. as an actor. Like not only is he a shitty person, he's not a good actor. I don't think he's like great. He's just like a poor man's John Hamm to me. Oh my God. <laughs> like they're too similar and John Hamm's like a really good actor. So in comparison, it's like, we don't really need you. No, I agree with you. Um, M. Rada, Emily Ratajkowski, she caught her husband cheating on her at a party in Brooklyn. And I don't know if I'm the biggest, like, Emily fan in the world, but how mm-hmm. the fuck can you, like, cheat on her? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very fascinated by her just as, like, a, a person that exists and a famous person. And I just, I do think she's, like, stunning. And I love looking at paparazzi pictures of her. I will admit that I'm one of those people. Um, but I think that her like allure is that she's so like, like if I were her, I wouldn't like not let this bother me publicly at all, mm-hmm. you know? Cause her allure is like, everybody wants to date her. Yeah, that's true. Like everybody wants to have sex with her. She's like allegedly one of the top yacht girls in the world. And I don't know. She, if I were her, I would like, pretend that it didn't bother me at all you know yeah for sure for the brand (laughs) I know that there was a Victoria's Secret documentary that came out have you watched that at all no but I was just talking about it um actually with Ashley and Claire from Celebrity Memoir Book Club because they just watched it and I have not seen it yet but I do want to see it um the Victoria's Secret of it all it's just like that's just one of those things where you don't ever take the time to like examine you know, Victoria's Secret or, or whatever, but that was like such a major part of our growing up, like the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And even just like the, those stores being in the mall, like it was such a flex to be like coming out of the pink store. You know what I mean? Like it just feels yeah. like a million years ago. Yeah. I'm really curious. I hear that the founder of Victoria's Secret is seemingly a really bad guy. Yeah. Um, so I want to like learn more about that, but also on Hulu, I've been watching, or I just finished the show, the bear, Mm. not my type of show at all. So good. I've not seen that. You should. Or Ashley did tell me a funny thing about that doc where she said that the, the owner would, um, like he would buy like in bulk, a bunch of clothes and then change the tag on half of the clothes and sell them as like higher end because the tag had like a French like you know like JCPenney will have like a nice brand in the store or something Mm -hmm. like that and like the whole thing was just like complete bamboozlement like the way that she described it was really funny but I'm excited to watch that we do obviously have to address the hip thrusting elephant in the room which is Ricky Martin um it's crazy because you and I have been saying for like months that like I really want to do a Ricky Martin and a Menudo episode. And like, I just have been putting off pulling the blinds because it's like so dark, but I really, really want to do it. And just, it's crazy that this news came out. What did you think when you first saw it? I mean, it's so triggering for me, honestly, opening all the DMs and seeing that over and over was like really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I haven't really looked into it. You know, I think there are a lot of people who have survived abuse at the hands of family members. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to mute it on Twitter because I couldn't like have it in my face. And that's the first time it's happened to me ever. Like we talk about mm-hmm. a lot of really dark things, mm-hmm. but that was the first time where I was just like, I cannot read any more DMs for, about this. I cannot look at my Twitter about it. So I know the headlines. I'm, I'm ready to talk about it like with you because you're like a safe space for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like I don't really know other than headlines. Well, we don't know a lot yet. I mean, all we know is that he allegedly sexually assaulted a family member and was like physically abusing them. Um, and it's so crazy because obviously you and I have had this conversation 38 million times of like what comes first, the abuser or the abuse or whatever. And when I saw that it was a family member, I was like, okay, this is like really bad. And this is a person who obviously has just, has no, like to abuse a family member like that sexually and physically is like wild to be Mm -hmm. an adult person doing that to like another almost adult family member is also fucking crazy. The whole thing is just nuts, but it reminded me of like, Ricky Martin has seen some shit, been involved in some shit, and done some shit, you know? Yeah. Just, ugh, so sad. So gross. Yeah, so disgusting. And I just, if, you know, if there are any people listening who've been through the similar thing, like, it's okay to mute that, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't need to be reading it all the time. But yeah, that was the first time we've been sent something, like, so many times where I was just like, Troy, I can't look at any more DMs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's heartbreaking and hopefully, you know, the family member gets justice or whatever's going to happen. I'm sure we'll see it unfortunately play out very big in the media. Yeah. It's where this will definitely not be the last time we'll hear about it, but we will do a Minuto episode eventually. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, I don't know if this is a lighter topic, but she is our woman of the hour. And just remember everything from here on out is alleged. But Leah, Michelle, it is your time to shine on Beyond the Blinds. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I need to know your Leah thoughts. Um, well, I mean, I was just talking about her earlier and I can't believe that she's so like, I can't believe that she is so Rachel Berry in real life. Yes, but way worse. But worse. And her life is playing out like a Clee episode. Did she, did her and Ryan Murphy sign a deal with the devil? <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, it's like, how did this happen? Um, I mean, all I can say about Leah Michelle is that it sucks when somebody so talented is such a piece of shit. Yeah. And it sucks that we can't just like wholeheartedly celebrate how fucking talented she is because she's such an asshole and she's such a bitch. Like, she's so mean. You know, that's really true because you and I were talking over the weekend about the show Girls. Or we always talk about, I make you talk about Girls all the time, I'm sorry. (laughs) But we're like, we can separate that from Lena Dunham. Mm -hmm. Because Lena Dunham has allegedly done a lot of really shitty things. Mm -hmm. But like, there's no separating Leah Michelle from Rachel Berry. She's too... I mean, I think Ryan Murphy did her a a great service and a a disjustice. Um, by writing that character to be like her worst traits. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like if somebody wrote a character for you that was all the worst things about you and then you became world famous for it. 
And just continue to be that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and it's hilarious that the other cast members of that show can't even, even before all that shit came out, like they couldn't even physically bear to be nice about her or like sit with her in an interview or anything. Like you can tell they just, they fucking hate her. Yeah. Eye you rolls know. all around. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best awkward interviews. <laughs> I mean, I feel the exact same way you do. It, it yeah. sucks that I can't even be like, wow, she's a great singer because of how terrible she is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, she's one, I can't separate it. I just can't. No. And it sucks because she is so talented. Like, I always enjoyed her so much on Glee. Exactly. Rachel Berry was a great character to hate. Yeah. Yes. Amazing character to hate. Yeah. But you're also like kind, or I felt myself like rooting for her sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Because she's not, I'm not going to say she's not beautiful because I think Leah Michelle is, but not like what we were used to seeing like on TV. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was more like like Diana Agron was what like. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um. So yeah, getting into the blinds, we're starting in 2010 and I know you were a Tumblr person, Troy. Mm-hmm. And I was a Tumblr girl when like Glee was at its height. Mm, okay. And there were so many rumors about Diana Agron and Leah Michelle hooking up all the time. Mm-hmm. And I never believed them until I started pulling blinds. Yeah, now I really believe it. I really believe that there was just a whole cesspool of shenanigans happening on that set. I think Ryan Murphy and Naya Rivera, may she rest in peace, that beautiful soul. Yeah. Um, I think they both said everyone was just fucking everybody. Yeah. It makes sense. When you look at those people and Ryan Murphy being in charge and like the time period too, it just makes sense. Yeah. And that was like when social media started to really hit with celebrities like Instagram and Twitter yeah. and, and all of that. Yeah, and, like, they all thought that they could, like, post stuff on Instagram and it would be kind of private, you know? Or they each had a Tumblr. I know Diana did. Mm-hmm. But then that's so weird to imagine. I know. And, like, tum- like, tumbling. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the first blind is from 2010. These co-stars are beautiful women who have a lot of buzz about their show. They also had become very close off-camera, much unlike their on-screen relationship. They hooked up for a while, often bringing a guy or a gal home to join in. Sometimes they even liked to hook up in public bathrooms at the bar. One of the girls became clingy and wanted more one-on-one than four-on-four. The other, set in her partying ways, packed her bags and was gone by Wednesday. And that's Diana and Leah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. And we're off. (laughs) (laughs) I will say if there's one episode we could redo, and maybe we should, is the Glee episode. Yeah, for sure. That needs to be on the list of our, like, re remixed episodes. Mm-hmm. This actress has made it impossible on the set of her show. I told you about her female, quote, roommate hooking up before. This actress has turned into a lovesick fool and follows her ex-roommate all over the set and has become very clingy. Her co-stars are trying to help her out, but her ex is going to the big names and telling them that, that the lovesick girl is ruining her performance and if they want her to stay, then they need to write out her stalker ex. Producers and writers are torn. They need the stalker to stay. It looks like we might see a cat fight on set after all. And that's Diana and Leah Michelle. And there are a lot of rumors saying that Ryan Murphy hated Diana 
because of Leah. Okay. I don't know like sense. how true that is, but he didn't even bring Diana back for the uh, QB episode, which is pretty fucked up. That is crazy considering she was like a major part. I mean, like a huge draw of that show. Yeah. Quinn for sure. Yeah. Like she was like, you were either like a Rachel girl. Quinn was one of the main girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was a Cheerio. Yeah. She had a whole gaggle of fans. We have a Ted Casablanca blind. Who's the not so gleeful diva? That's what we should name this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Geez. Whenever we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, it turns out to bite us in the ass. Remember how we told you the Glee kids are all like one moderately happy family by Hollywood standards? Well, one snitty star on that totally lovable show is causing quite the dramatic ruckus, pulling a Heigl on set. And it just pains us to report this, but alas, it is our jobs. So let's get the nasty stuff over with, shall we? Introducing Pat Poisonpuss, one of the main faces of Fox's hit show. Actually, Pat would probably smack us across the head for saying introducing before this sexy babe's name. According to PP, Pat has been in the Hollywood game forever, so much so that the minions Poison Puss is forced to deal with every day. A source close to Team Awful recently visited the Glee set and reported, among other snitty deets, that Pat was totally isolated in between takes. Pat, we're told, quote, gave off the impression that he or she is a huge diva. Our insider dished. The set snooper insisted PP positively reeked of entitlement and thinks it's going to be catching soon on the show too. But say it ain't so. We're told diva doesn't even begin to describe how bitchy this, this partick star behaved, not mingling with anyone, choosing instead to eye roll in the corner while other actors are doing their bits. Talk about tacky. Hey, Maybe it's method acting, kinda. The thing is, you know, PP is just trying to stay in character between takes. Could that be it? We're choosing to believe that scenario because we think Pat is a total fox and super talented. Anyway, hopefully this celeb won't get too big of a tood because this behavior screams Katherine Heigl. And that is Leah Michelle. And we are now in 2011. Which Glee actress had a major meltdown when one of the waitresses at a Hollywood eatery didn't recognize who she was? The ever so stunned shrieked, quote, hello, I'm only, I'm only on the most popular show on TV. <laughs> Which Glee star is playing matchmaker for the cast and crew? The actress who claims to have a knack for hooking up couples is busy finding a date for a newly single coworker who was just dumped by her more famous partner. So the matchmaker being Leah Michelle, the newly single co-worker being Ali Adler, and the famous partner being Sarah Gilbert. Oh, that's so random. Which TV star used to regularly service the composer of the project that launched her? Relax, it was just for fun. She already nabbed the part. And apparently Leah was hooking up with Duncan Sheik during Spring Awakening. And when I heard that her (laughs) name, Duncan Sheik, I was like, I haven't heard that since 99. Right. <laughs> and also it's like, it's so like band camp geek to be hit, hooking up on, on Spring Awakening. <laughs> I have a theory that everyone on Broadway just fucks everybody on Broadway. Yeah. There's a really great Reddit thread. I don't know what it's called, but it's like, it's like Broadway hookups. Like 
it's like all the people all the it's like casting couch stuff but for broadway oh yeah because it's like its own maybe we should do a broadway episode yeah i, I wouldn't i don't know, know much people. about it but yeah i wouldn't either but it'd be fun still <laughs> and we're now in 2013 this B-list mostly television actress who only stays B-list because of her last name and because of her boyfriend is on a middling network show. She was asked to do a charity event, but turned them down when they when they would not send a private jet for her. That would have cost more than the event was set to raise. <laughs> this television star recently lost a close friend. Some of you may think this would be the wrong time to go in on her about her own problem. Actually, we think it's the perfect time. This TV star is very, very talented, but has always been self-conscious about her looks. She was of normal weight in real life and thought she would look better on TV if she was thinner. So she lost weight, lots of weight. The public story is that she lost weight through a healthy vegan diet and exercise. Absolute bullshit. She started doing cocaine, lots of cocaine. Now she's hooked. She's afraid if she stops, she'll gain the weight back. If her friends and colleagues care about her, they will help her understand that her weight is not as much of a priority as taking care of her addiction is. Given the loss of her close friend, we hope that she and all of her friends are shocked into getting some help. And of course, that is when Corey Monteith passed away, I believe. Um, and Enti tr- is like very sure that Corey and Leah were nothing but PR. Mm-hmm. And that like broke my heart a little bit. I know that's one of those ones that's like sad to even say that Mm -hmm. but given what we know about her and him and his relationship with Ryan it makes sense yeah that's so sad so sad in some of these blinds as we get deeper into it guys obviously Troy and I will say when we don't believe a blind or don't agree whatever but there are a lot about how like she shouldn't have been so sad for Corey's death because it was a fake relationship. So those are coming down the pipeline. And I just want to say right now, I don't agree with that. No, that's so stupid. Because they still spent a ton of fucking time together. Yeah. And he died. Like he died. This B plus is mostly television actress from a very hit network show that is starting to wind down. Hates one of her C plus list former co-stars. Why? The former boyfriend of the B-plus lister once called out the C-lister's name during sex. And that's allegedly Corey Corey screaming out. Or no, is that Leah screaming out Diana's name? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. It just says Leah, Corey, and Diana. I guess it could be any mix of the three. (laughs) Just put them in like a, put them in a cup, spin it out, whatever you pull out first. Yeah, Yeah, it's like Yahtzee. (laughs) (laughs) This very talented actress is the lead on a popular TV show. She got in a bit of rest and relaxation recently at a $5,000 a night luxury resort on the California coast. She wasn't alone. She was with a dark haired man who looked to be approximately 10 years her senior. It wasn't her father or her manager or her agent. They shared their accommodations, which included a tub with floor to ceiling windows overlooking the Pacific ocean. So it probably wasn't a business meeting. The two mostly stayed in the entire weekend, but did emerge for at least one meal, sitting closely in the restaurant and whispering and giggling and feeding each other. She's young and pretty and single. So what's the problem with a romantic coastal getaway? Well, she's supposed to be in mourning for her lost love. So she's either moved on incredibly quick or her well-publicized former relationship was just a PR stunt to improve ratings for her show. 
We'll let you decide. Look, if you want to pretend that you are on some amazing spiritual journey, meeting with counselors to heal from the overwhelming grief of losing your fake boyfriend, that's on you. You are an actor after all. So we know that you are that you are capable of emoting and bringing attention to yourself. But we both know who you were really canoodling with during your, quote, spiritual retreat. He's a little old for you, don't you think? He wasn't your chauffeur. He's definitely not gay. Oh, and having your publicist try to spin the story a couple of weeks later so that you can garner some sympathy for yourself is lame. It does a great disservice to people everywhere who suffer from tragedy and loss. You're just lucky that we didn't see that BS on that BS story on September 11th until now. Or we would have ripped you a new one. Bring on the hate mail. Ugh. Yeah. That's a really weird thing to, to act like you know for sure. I completely agree. And again, whether it's real or not, like you still lost someone who you were really fucking close to. Right. But then is there a part of you though that also thinks to play devil's advocate? Is there also a part of you that thinks like, of like that Leah Michelle used his death for press? Um or to change to to like paint herself in like a really good light publicly? I don't know. I guess maybe. I'm trying to think of like other situations. Mm-hmm. All I can really think of is like Ariana Grande and Mac Miller, kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. But like they weren't together when he passed. Right. Um, I don't know. I really, I guess you could say that for any of the Glee cast. That's true. There's been so much tragedy. So you could say for so many different scenarios I guess I just think like when things like that when any we, we've said this before when any tragedy happens in a celebrity's life I almost think it's out of their hands like how it's handled like maybe she was like personally grieving but like there is a team of people that are going to be like well we have to like this is a story this is you know it's a tabloid story it's p- magazines are going to be reaching out to you it's still a business yeah you know, it is a business. Like people are going to want exclusives. They're going to want interviews. Like it's, there's, there's money in it. As fucked up as that is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be either way. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's just so sad. I want to believe that someone wouldn't do that, but we're also talking about celebrities. We're talking about Leah. In like Ryan Murphy's whole universe. Yeah. <laughs> This B-list, mostly television actress from a former hit network television show that just fills out the lineup on a network now was forced to trade some favors to make sure a photo of her kissing a guy were not released for a few weeks. She wants to control everything about the timing so people don't get the wrong idea. Whatever. And apparently that was Leah spotted kissing someone right before the Corey Monteith tribute episode. I mean, I do believe she was in another relationship. I believe that there's like a ton of photos of her and who she was really dating, mm-hmm. you know, during that time. So I do believe that. I believe that she was like in a real relationship while she was like in this. I guess like for us to believe that her and Corey were real goes against everything that we've literally ever talked about. I know. And yeah, and I'm not saying they were real. I'm just saying I can't picture her not being upset by it. Yeah, I agree with that. That's yeah. more what what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. she knew him. She knew the guy. Like, come on. There are exes who I haven't talked to in, like, 10 years, but if I heard they passed, I'd be sad. 
Absolutely. Especially when you spent that much time with somebody. Exactly. This talented girl is the star of an ensemble television show. She has lost a fairly dramatic amount of weight since the first season of the show. She says that it's only 10 pounds, but it was actually closer to 20. She attributes the maintenance of that dramatic weight loss to a lot of exercise and work, a healthy diet, and vitamin shots. Ha! We know the real secret to her weight loss, and it's cocaine. The girl has gone from wholesome ingenue to coke fiend in just the last couple of years. Will she go to rehab? Actually, we don't see that happening anytime soon. This girl is very ambitious and very image conscious. Her image is such a package of lies that we find it hard to believe that she would publicly admit to anything that would make her look like she wasn't a total wasn't in total control of her life. No, we think that she is more likely to dance around the issue for the duration of the series. Do her co-stars know about her problem? Absolutely. And they are particularly concerned about her habits, given that their former co-star is also battling a drug problem and lost. When did Glee end? (laughs) I think it was like 2014. Oh, I was like, damn. Because after Corey passed, I think they did another season or two. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is a Leah adjacent blind, but I thought it was kind of funny. This male Glee actor has been talking smack about Leah Michelle every chance he gets because he says Leah is telling everyone his relationship with his girlfriend is fake. And that's Matthew Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we got to redo the Glee episode. We have to. We have to. It was too early. We didn't know who we were yet. <laughs> so we're now in 2014. So this is a blind where, just to not confuse you, the reveals are like throughout. So you don't have to wait until the end because it's a long one. This blind item is a fascinating one because it involves several actors from a popular television show and shows how their nice on-screen images have little in common with their evil off-screen behavior. This popular network show has been on the air for years. Although cast members have come and gone, two of the original cast members, Chris Colfer and Leah Michelle, are still on the show and are probably the most well-known. They both play nice, earnest on-screen characters where, well, their longevity and popularity has apparently gone to their heads, as they are now plotting to get one of the other cast members kicked off the show. Their target, Darren Chris, a good-looking and talented cast member who has been a very popular addition to the show. Maybe a little too popular because Chris and Leah both hate him and want him gone. Now Chris and Leah know that they can't just go to the producers and demand that Darren be fired. So they're being sneaky about it. They, they have been, this is like a Glee, a Glee episode. Like, I know. Uh, they've been going directly to the producers, pitching storylines that they think would benefit the show next season. And every one of those storylines just so happens to call for an elimination of Darren. Quote, it's for the good of the show. They keep insisting, right. How would you know, or how would you feel if you found out that two of your coworkers, people who you thought were your friends, were secretly plotting to have you fired? Well, Chris and Leah are not just plotting to have their coworker, Darren, fired. They have already picked out his replacement. Darren has absolutely no idea that any of this is happening. Their choice to replace Darren, Adam Lambert, a colorful guy who rose to fame on a reality television show that is now waning in popularity. At a recent party... Chris told a group of people, which included Adam, that he can't wait for Darren to be pushed out so that Adam can join the, full, the cast full time as a love interest for Leah. Okay. Okay. The show is transitioning next season, so it will be interesting to see how this all plays out. 
Will Leah and Chris be able to successfully convince the producers that their evil casting plan will revitalize the show and keep it on air for a few more years? Will Darren be marginalized and fired? Or will Adam come on board full time? Will the fans of the show freak out over these changes? Or will the casting shake up actually make them happy? So the show being Glee, Leah, Chris Colfer, Darren Christ, and Adam Lambert. I was surprised by that because I thought Darren and Leah were close, but I could picture them both like fighting for Ryan Murphy. From what I've read, like just generally the whole cast was just kind of like, what the fuck? Because he wasn't supposed to even be a cast member. Oh, was he just supposed to be like a guest star? Yeah, he was supposed to do a guest spot, but then Ryan Murphy obviously fell in love with him and made him the lead of the show against the will of the whole cast. So I believe it was like everybody, like I actually think it was like the whole cast. It wasn't just them that were trying to like find ways to get him fired. (laughs) Little did they know he would just not only take over the show, but then get his own show from Ryan. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Ryan is obsessed with him. And I thought Blaine was so annoying. (laughs) So annoying. So annoying and like, ugh. Just the worst. With so much gel in his hair. And what is this about Adam Lambert playing her love interest? In what world? I think Adam Lambert was on one of the last seasons, though, right? Yeah, I think he was on the one... In New York. Yeah, with Kate Hudson. Jesus, Glee had so many different, like, (laughs) twists and turns all the time. I know, and he was amazing on it. But, like, (laughs) in what fun house is he playing leah michelle's boyfriend did they ever give rachel another love interest after finn oh they did they had that guy with the black hair yeah they did that's funny we have a kids choice awards blind oh god at last night's kids choice awards this actress from a hit network ensemble show was all over this brand new a-list mostly movie actor who you could call an A+. Even though he had his girlfriend with him, he just left his kids with the girlfriend and spent the night flirting with the actress. Phone numbers and lots of kisses were exchanged at the end of the night. And that's Leah Michelle and Kevin Hart. And when I read this, I think Kevin Hart's blind item life is so much different than how the public sees him. I would love to do a Kevin Hart episode. He is such a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 He's one of those... Um, those like nice family guy comics that like low-key is terrible yeah and when he first came out it was very much about his wife and kids mm-hmm. and then I remember he got divorced and his mm-hmm. next stand-up was just about how he's like trying to hook up with all these girls at the club and people love it I know people love Kevin Hart yeah but I was just like wait what <laughs> right and he hates like, now, the it's kinda, now it's kind of weird <laughs> How much of a pain is it to work with this A-list mostly television actress from the Ensemble Network music show? She was told it would be about a 90-minute drive in traffic from her home to a video shoot. Our actress said that she was too important to do <laughs> that she was too important to do that and wanted a private jet to take her. Yep. Even though she would end up being in the car for about as long because of the distance from her home to the airport and the airport to the video shoot, it is what she wanted. It was only after she learned that she would be on the hook after on the hook for half of the expense that she decided driving wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> this B plus list mostly television actress from a hit network show 
almost at its end as a series, thinks she's A plus list. She had her people try and get Chanel to dress her for the Emmy Awards in a few months, but Carl Lagerfeld doesn't like her at all. Her people haven't been able to figure out a way to tell her. I will tell her for you when I reveal it. And that's Leah Michelle. Of course, I always do that every episode. <laughs> what two Broadway turned movie slash TV stars and longtime BFFs had sex together, <laughs> had sex together just once for the sake of experimenting? This was before one of them was out of the closet. So that's Leah with Jonathan Groff. But on that Spring Awakening documentary that came out, mm -hmm. did you hear what Leah said she did to John? <laughs> yeah. So if people don't know what we're talking about, they were on Spring Awakening together and Spring Awakening, people were naked like all the time. Yeah. But did they have a sex scene on stage? Is that what it was? They had a scene that involved him doing something to her vagina. So Leah <laughs> told John to come into the dressing room or whatever and was like up on a desk with a desk lamp so he could inspect her vagina. It's like, what do you think he's going to be doing on stage, giving you fucking cunnilingus? You're acting. What yeah. did you call him? Your clit? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. But okay, Troy. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was too far. I'm sorry. But like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is so weird. She seems like the kind of girl, and I am someone who has a lot of gay male friends, who would like still try and fuck them. One like, she would think it's a conquest to have got some gay guy to fuck her. Yeah. Also, I just want to make a note and say that I am, like, even though he's, like, the most basic white boy that's ever existed, I'm in love with Jonathan Groff. Oh, he bothers me. But I think he bothers me because of, like, his character on Glee. Oh, he was the worst on Glee. Oh, my God. I don't like his speaking voice. <laughs> he's a very, um, like, um theater kid voice to me yeah the way he speaks and kind of like yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like I don't like it <laughs> I don't know what it is about him I just like fell in love with him on looking and he was I, naked a lot on it I mean everyone loves him I get it <laughs> yeah I guess that's true I but guess he was I'm great not... in my oh go ahead I was gonna say I'm not like like unique in wanting to fuck him <laughs> <laughs> I love to show Mindhunter though <laughs> he's very talented he's a very talented boy She's great at giving big smiles, pretending her personality is as sweet as her voice. It depends. If she's talking to Ellen DeGeneres, well, of course, she's lovely and accommodating. But what if it's a child in a wheelchair? There was a kid who had a wish. Good Lord, here we go. The wish was to meet her favorite star. So they made arrangements for it to happen at an event earlier this year where the star was promoting her show. They set up the wheelchair at the end of the red carpet and everyone had been informed. And then when it came time for the moment, as soon as they started introducing her to the young fan, she cut off the handler and said no, and then walked away. Even though the family had specifically flown there for this opportunity, she is one advocate, one, and that's only because he made her. But since, but since he's caring less and less about that particular, that particular project, when that's done, she won't have any support left because no one can fucking stand her. And of course, the advocate being Ryan Murphy. You know, there's a part of me that would love to play devil's advocate for her, but I have never heard a good story about Leah Michelle. No. Have you? 
I've never heard a single nice thing about her ever. Which is insane. That is crazy. I knew that that blind was going to be bad when it said, quote, we set up the wheelchair at the end of the red carpet. Like, you know, something <laughs> fucking bad was about to happen. That's so mean. The reveal for this blind made me like tilt my head. Oh, God. She might have a significant other, but it didn't stop this almost A-list, mostly television actress slash singer from spending half the day in the trailer of this mostly A-list, mostly television actor from a very hit TV cable show. The other half of the day he spent in hers. By the end of the day, people were yelling at the pair to get a room. And that's Leah Michelle with Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. What? I know. And he seems very nice. So I was confused. I mean, according to the blinds, Leah also like, she fucks. Oh, yes. We are not at those blinds yet, but they're coming. Yeah, Leah Fox, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> this Glee actress, not named Naya Rivera, tried to get back at an A-list mostly movie actress guesting on the show who said some true but awful things about the Glee actress by hitting on the significant other of the A-lister who passed, despite not known for his fidelity. And that's Leah Michelle and Kate Hudson. I remember that was like a big tabloid story. And Kate Hudson is one of those people who we tried to do an episode on, but all of her blind items were the exact same as public. Yeah. They were actually not as bad as like the public. No, just like she's boy crazy. Yeah. Like everyone wants to fuck her. Yeah. It's like, duh. (laughs) Same. (laughs) I don't know. But I do remember that that was a big tabloid story. Like I remember Perez Hilton writing a lot about how Leah Michelle and Kate Hudson were like, did not get along on that set. And like people need, had to keep them apart. Just imagine those two with Naya Rivera thrown in the air and like Chris Colford too. I know. And you can't forget about Chris. Yeah. Poor and Chris. Amber. Honestly, poor Chris. Yeah, I know. I don't know if people know this, but Ryan was really mean to Chris. Like there's that scene where um, Santana's being like, you pout mouth bit or whatever she calls him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And Naya actually said she was uncomfortable reading that because she knew it was um, Ryan Murphy making digs at Chris Colfer. And what Ryan used to do, because on Tumblr, it was big that Ryan and Chris did not get along. Yeah. And what Ryan would do is threaten to fire Lauren, Chris's best friend, instead of him. Because if he fired Chris... People would know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so... You know, the thing that sucks about it is, like, he basically bullied him because he didn't want to fuck him. hmm And the, the thing... And that's what makes those that Darren Chris stuff worse because then he brought Darren Chris on to be his love interest and made him the lead of the show because he wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Like... And Chris got bullied the whole time because he wasn't, like, desirable to him. Ugh. Insane. Ugh. I know. Apparently, this A-minus list, mostly television actress, who will be looking for work soon when her hit show finally ends, is not even on speaking terms with her boss after he refu- refused to give her a part on another show he produces. And that's Leah with Ryan Murphy for American Horror Story. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. In order to get her boyfriend to stop earning money in his usual way, this B-plus is mostly television actress who was counting down the days to unemployment got him a job promoting clothes and brands. The only thing is that he, she still has to go out with him to have the photo taken because no one wants him by himself. She's so proud that he is working. Um, yeah. So that's Leah and Matthew Pate. How do you say his last name? I have no idea who he is. Pate. Pate. P-A-E-T-Z. We're now in 2015. This A-list mostly television actress will soon be looking for work and is having more trouble finding it than her hated co-star from their soon-to-be ending network show should check the browsing history of her computer when she gets home. Her boyfriend has been making some bucks on webcam sites showing off to men and women for money. So that's Leah and Matthew again. And then like, um, Diana Agron is just catching a stray and she's the hated co-star. <laughs> okay, so he's like a quote entrepreneur. But if you look at him, you I remember I definitely remember pictures of them. Like it's all coming back. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. I remember. Okay. So Matthew, his blind items life was that he's like a huge escort. Mm-hmm. Like a really, really successful escort. Oh, I forgot. God, that feels like a million years ago. Okay. Absolutely not. Permanent A-plus list legend and EGOT winner on whether or not she's considering that kooky former A-minus list singer to co-star with her in that long gestating movie musical she's been planning. She has privately met with the B-plus list actress slash singer on a soon-to-be-ending almost network show to discuss the movie, and she's completely set on her co-starring duties. So the EGOT winner being Barbara Streisand, the movie musical being Gypsy, the kooky A-lister being Lady Gaga, and of course the singer being Leah Michelle. I feel like being Barbara Streisand must be exhausting because whenever she walks into a room, like Lady Gaga is at her feet or Leah Michelle is right behind her, just like stalking yeah. her. Yeah. 
And she, you know, she can't fucking stand like any of them, <laughs> like low key. <laughs> Especially Gaga. Oh, by the way, I bought tickets to Chromatica Ball. I saw. After brunch, after our brunch, I was drunk and I was like, I'm going. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. This former B-list, mostly television actress, will be B-list again once her new show hits the air, replacing the one that just ended, has a very jealous boyfriend. He guards his meal ticket like a hawk and is by her side or watching her on set or stalking her trailer the entire time she's working. He never lets her out of his sight. And that is when Leah started on Screen Queens. And again, the boyfriend is Matthew Pates. I wouldn't call it hazing, but there's definitely some fat shaming of a person who was not fat on the set of a new show. This A slash B list mostly television actress who was recently on a hit show brought her bad reputation with her and has been muttering to anyone who will listen that her much younger B list mostly television actress co-star should drop a few pounds and always and always always says something when she spies the younger actress eating anything. And that is Leah Michelle bullying Abigail Breslin on the set of Scream Queens. So just a quick note, in 2020, when the true downfall of Leah Michelle started, Abigail Breslin liked a tweet that said, quote, not everyone agreeing something felt off about Leah Michelle. Where have y'all been? I've been saying this for years. Poor Abigail Breslin. Of all the people to bully. Well, I mean, who are the other people she could bully? She couldn't bu- bully Billy Lord, right? Yeah. Emma Roberts would cut her. Yeah, Emma Roberts would shatter a bottle and fucking stab her with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying like in Ariana Grande, she couldn't really like mess with her. Yeah. But That's poor true. Abig- poor Abigail. She seems kind. I don't know. Did Kiki Palmer ever say anything about Leah? I think on Watch What Happens Live, somebody asked her a question about Leah and she goes, Where is Leah? I haven't seen Leah. In a oh, day. yeah. Yes. Kiki Palmer is literally one of my favorite. Like when people ask me like who isn't rotted, I got to remember Kiki Palmer. She's fucking great. And she deserves a way better career. I know. I know. I hope that this Jordan Peele movie that she's in is like major for her. A lot of people say it's like A plus acting from her. Oh, she's so fucking funny and just cool. Like I support her in everything she does. I completely agree. And she's also one of the people who spoke out against Trey Songs. Yes, many times. Many times. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, a Trey Songs episode is coming. But again, we need to like wait on the rot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't pile it on. This young actress is too professional to take any issues with her castmates public. However, since she won't, we will. She recently got married. She invited all the other female principals in her peer group. One could not attend because she was out of the country, but she was invited to this happy occasion. But guess who was definitely not invited? The female quote started the show. That's right. In fact, none of the other women care if they see her ever again. So that's when Heather Morris got married. Leah Michelle wasn't invited, but Diana Agron was, but she was in London. I'll read these two. Okay. This B-plus list mostly television actress who was a new gig after her long-running network show recently ended, finally caught her boyfriend cheating and kicked him out of her house. And it says Leah Michelle took him back for a few months after though. And 
Trouble in Paradise for this B-plus list mostly television actress from a recently ended network show who was moving to a new show for fall. She's been cheating on her boyfriend with a producer from her new show. And I, so then that would be Screen Queens is the new show. Given the histories of these two drama queens, we were a little surprised that we hadn't heard anything about either of them from the set of their new TV show until now. It turns out that one of the actresses was sure that the other actress was getting more lines than her in a particular episode. So she had crew members sit there with the script and actually count the number of lines each actress was receiving. The crew member later told others on the set, I sat there and started counting, but as soon as the actress walked away, I stopped. The whole thing is so stupid, but I knew that if I didn't confirm her theory, that she would just go on and on about it. So when she came back, I told her that the other actress did get more lines than her, but that the first actress actually had more words in total. So her part was actually bigger. I even made some numbers to go along with it. And that seemed to satisfy her. And that's Leah Michelle and Emma Roberts on Screen Queens. I really didn't think this B-list mostly television actress could get any more annoying, but she's found a way. First, can I just say that I want her new show to fail just to, just so maybe her boss would not have any other shows in which her, in which to cast her. Anyway, she was at a party and when talking to people, if they didn't compliment her or her dress within the first 10 seconds, she would say, doesn't this dress look amazing? Or I spent so much time getting ready, but it worked out great, didn't it? <laughs> now that's relatable. Now that for the first time, I finally fi- found a moment that I can relate to. That's like after I had food poisoning, I'm like, Troy, do I look skinny? <laughs> are you worried about me? <laughs> <laughs> we are now in 2016. This B plus list, mostly television actress who keeps working for the same boss in all of her shows has a lot of ink, a surprising amount of ink she covers strategically. Anyway, she has new ink and wants the world to buy into the premise she had a love story for the ages when, in fact, she was cheating on him constantly. She never stops exploiting that relationship. And that is when she got a Cory Monteith tattoo. This A slash B list mostly television actress who has worked for the same boss for nearly a decade is hooking up with their director who always puts himself in his own films. She and the director always hook up even when in relationships with other people. And that's Leah and Peter Berg. The horrible orange tan was all that people were noticing this week at an event where the B-plus list mostly television actress from her second network show in this family was the main attraction. And that's Leah with Scream Queens, of course. This B-plus list actor filmed a movie that takes place right after Christmas. He didn't get along with the actress he had most of his scenes with. They had close scenes. He didn't shower the entire time they filmed together just to try and make her angry. That's Ashton Kutcher, Leah Michelle on the set of New Year's Eve. And again, it's that smell thing. We always yeah. talk about like how these guys don't shower to like show some fucking power or something. It's, a, it's some kind of primal caveman power move. Confusing. It's really weird. Um, this next little part is an excerpt from Naya's book about her relationship with Leah Michelle. It says, one of the Glee writers once said that Leah and I were like two sides of the same battery, and that about sums us up. We're both strong-willed and competitive, not just with each other, but with everyone. And that's not a good mixture. As the show progressed, though, that friendship started to break down, especially as Santana moved from a a background character to one of the bigger plot lines with more screen time. I think Rachel, 
um, I mean, Leah, didn't like sharing the spotlight. On top of that, she had a hard time separating work from our outside friendship, whereas it was a lot easier for me. I'm not offended when people offer feedback or criticism. And if things get heated on set, I try to keep perspective. We're all stressed, yes, but we're all working toward the same goal. So laugh it off and keep it moving. Leah was a lot more sensitive, though. And it seemed like she blamed me for anything and everything that went wrong. If I complained about anyone or anything, she'd assume I was bitching about her. Soon, she started to ignore me, and eventually it got to the point where she didn't say a word to me for all of season six. Leah and I definitely weren't the best of friends, and I doubt we'll ever sit on her couch and eat kale together again, but the rumor of our feud, the rumors of our feud were blown out of proportion. Still sounds like she hated her, and they hated each other, right? I mean, to not talk for an entire <laughs> season is wild. And they used to go on tour and stuff together. Mm-hmm. And they had so many scenes together, too. Yeah, that's so true. They filmed so much together to not speak for an entire... Like, they were like roomies in New York. Yeah, like that's crazy. We're now in 2017. This television actress who really wants to be a successful singer won't be. We all love Adina, but we all know she's not going to be getting her songs played on the radio until Frozen 2. This actress is the same way. She thinks her music is bomb and honestly is just like every other American Idol wannabe, except her actress is on television already. That being said, she's doing a lot of press. And if I hear one more time about how she wrote that song for her old boyfriend, I may scream. Someone should ask her what part of the quote writing she did. And that's when Leah came out with a song called Hey You and said it was about Cory Monteith. So I guess she does like play that up. Yeah. I mean, especially the year, like, the years after, I would agree with, like, the blinds. She still posts about him every year. Yeah. Also, people love to forget that Leah Michelle attempted a pop career. I didn't remember it until that blind. When you, you should YouTube her music video. And when you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, she really pushed it, too, like. She wasn't just like one of those girls that was like, I have a song out. She really tried to be a pop star. Like, can you imagine <laughs> putting on a Leah Michelle CD? And like bopping around to it? <laughs> oh my God. I'll only listen to Leah Michelle on Glee covers, okay? Exactly. And usually I only listen to like Santana co- songs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, what's like a Glee song that you like go to? I was hoping you'd ask me this. (laughs) I love Shake It Off. Mm. Um, I think it was Tina Mercedes and Naya in Santana. Yeah. Blackbird. Oh, that's a good one. It's all like Santana. Valerie. (sighs) Valerie is the best. I did love Faithfully. Faithfully is great. And then um, when they did, I really liked Poker Face. Oh, the Gaga episode was so fun. And I thought the Madonna episode was really fun too. The Madonna episode was great. It's like what, I know you don't watch Drag Race, but they like really fucking flopped their Madonna episode and Glee killed it, honestly. Um, I've always really liked the Amber Riley and um, and what's his name? <laughs> Nick Jonas's boyfriend. The blonde with the big lips. Oh, Cord. Cord Overstreet. Yeah. I've always liked their cover of Human Nature. When they were like dating. Okay. I like, didn't like Sam's voice that much. 
it's very weak. I mean, that song is truly just for her. <laughs> it's for Mercedes. I mean, she's my everything. I could listen to her sing the phone book. I, Santana was my favorite once she kind of got into the swing of things. Yeah, she's amazing. But I feel like we don't give Tina the credit she deserves. And I'm sorry I'm calling them all by their, like, character names. It's so funny that she gets no credit. And that was also her character on the show that she was, like, the, like, forgotten about, you know, member of the Glee Club. Yeah, and her voice is insane. Yeah, she's very talented and, like, so funny. But I thought the men on that show were weak as fuck. Yeah, I feel like that the guy that played her boyfriend got more screen time than her, and he didn't even sing. He just bopped My, around. The dancer, yeah. He literally just did the robot, and he yeah. got more screen time than her, and she sang her ass off. <laughs> I love people listening are probably like, I'm glad this is also a Glee recap of all of you. I know. <laughs> and we're like, and we're doing another Glee episode. Uh, this is a Billboard Awards blind. Apparently, this former actor turned A-list director slash part-time actor Dump this A slash B list actress slash part time singer once again. Last night she was lamenting that he has a thing for leaving her for some barely legal teen for a few months and then eventually wins our actress back. She said that it hap- it won't happen again, and that's Leah and Peter Berg. New show coming for this B plus list, mostly television actress who's now on her third show in what seems like four years. She would rather do something other than act. Anyway, she was recently out of the country and was very lucky a friend happened to show up at a bar where the actress was having a drink. Some guy had spiked the drink of the actress and the guy would have taken her for sure if the friend wasn't there. The police were called, but the guy managed to get out of the bar before the police arrived. And that's Leah Michelle, her friend being Joanna Garcia Swisher, the new show, The Mayor, and the event was at the CTV Upfronts in Toronto, Canada. Even her fellow cast members on the production have to refer to this B-list actress slash singer as Mrs. Blank when they address her. She actually yelled at someone who dare call her by her first name. And that's Leah Michelle on The Mayor. So I guess they have to call her Mrs. Michelle. Like, girl. And this next one is an Emmys blind. A couple of weeks before the Emmy Awards, this A slash B-list Singing actress met a guy and they spent a lot of time together. They even planned to on meeting at the Emmys and then going to some parties after. So when she saw him on the red carpet with his wife, that was a bit of a shocker. It doesn't say who the guy is, though. I'm kind of guessing it's that Paul Berg guy. Oh, it makes sense. And I actually know someone who was recently on a set with Leah Michelle. And of course, these blinds were reading from her 2017, and this is, you know, five years later. She just got fucking canceled again for Funny Girl. Mm -hmm. But they said, like, she was nothing but nice. And I was shocked. Really? So I guess I have heard a positive thing about Leah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, she was really nice to the interviewer. And they were like, she didn't really talk to production, but nobody really does. I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have a CMA Awards blind. And this reveal was shocking for me. Quite the opposite of Down. This foreign-born former A-lister who's making it on his own now was high as a kite. He was almost flying around. His issue were the number of women who thought he was acting inappropriately. You don't want to take a picture with this guy when he's in the condition he was last night. This B-plus-less actress slash wannabe full-time singer almost slapped him when he tried to grab her breast. And that's Leah and Niall Horan from One Direction. That, that is kind of shocking. 
This A-minus list mostly television actress had some really good luck with that long-running network ensemble show. It has been kind of rocky since then, and the A-minus list a minus list thing is just because so many people know who she is rather than where she is. Anyway, perhaps fitting with her nature, if you are a school with a music program, she is your champion. I've seen her raise six figures in a night for programs involving singing and music. She doesn't do galas really, but she will make phone calls and send text messages and emails and basically tell people she knows to Venmo her some money or write a check. She's probably raised one million in the past two years and a lot of that was in small donations. So that was a kindness blind. Yeah, that's that's sweet. I believe that she, even though she's a cunt, would be like very um like her passion would be to like put money into like singing schools and shit. Like that kind of checks out to me. I agree. I agree you with know? you. I think she's like an arts girl, you know? Totally. Yeah. The next two blinds are both from 2018. This B-plus list singer slash actress who's generally seen in projects of a certain showrunner was hitting coke hard last night after an award show. And of course, that's Leah. And the award show was 2018 In Style Awards with Fiji. I can only imagine how much coke is done at In Style Awards. An obscene amount. That's an award show I would like to go to because it's like so niche and weird. It's like Leah Michelle's there, Sophia Bush, Lily Reinhardt. Yeah, like, like oh. it's a weird group. This former A-list mostly television actress who loves to sing can't get work. Apparently, she made the wrong people mad and was already blacklisted by her former boss after she said some things when he wouldn't hire her for a big series, and that is going back to her not being hired for American Horror Story. I would love to see Leah Michelle in Lady Gaga on a Ryan Murphy set. Oh my god. And Emma Roberts. Listen, it could happen. Oh, if anybody in Boston is listening, they're currently filming a new Marvel movie. I forget what it's called, but the it stars um, Sydney Sweeney, Emma Roberts, and Dakota Johnson. Madam Webb, Madame Webb, or something. So if you're in the Boston area and you want Ooh. you want to hang out on that set and tell us what you see, you have me at Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> The others are just like icing on the cake. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. So we're now in 2020. This Brian Singer loving showrunner seems to have forgotten everyone but one person when reminiscing about a show he dug into the ground. Let's not forget the two dead cast members who died under very strange circumstances. And that, of course, is Ryan Murphy. So can we talk a little bit about like the rumors surrounding Mark Salling's death? Yeah. So this is going to get dark, guys. But, and it's not even about Leah Michelle, but it's more about that blind. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think Mark Salling was actually like killed or threatened mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he was ready to rat out everybody in Hollywood. Yeah. Because he was I, definitely- I actually believe it. Yeah, he was 100% guilty. Like, I'm not trying to make him out to seem like some fucking martyr or something. Like, he was guilty. But he had- what what did what was it 40 something or 20,000 um Images. videos and and it's like basically like that was not all hit i mean he had to have been passing that around to people right yeah it was like some wild amount of um of like shit that he had on his computer uh, or that he was just generally in possession of and yeah a lot of people think that 
he was gonna rat everybody out. And on that set, yeah, a man who's friends with Brian Singer, and he was hanging out with all those guys. And, and I f- mean, yeah. And at that point, Mark had nothing to lose. He was already going to be a pariah. He was already going to go to jail. Right. And they were probably saying, like, if you don't write these people out, it's going to be much worse for you. At least you'll be able to look like some kind of a hero. Or like protection in jail or something. Right. I believe it. I mean, I don't know if he was murdered, but I definitely definitely believe that he was threatened and, you know, that Ryan was probably really scared because, mm-hmm. my God, the shit that he knew. For sure. Oh, my God. Speaking of publicists, the one for this B-list actress wrote an apology for the actress without actually saying sorry, which has only made things worse. Fire the publicist quickly, or it'll be a long time before you get work again. So that was during, um, Leah tweeted about the Black Lives Matter movement and her former cast member, Samantha Ware, spoke out about how Leah treated her. Samantha tweeted, remember when you made my first television gig a living hell because I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would shit in my wig among other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. So this is all from Vanity Fair magazine, what I'm about to read. Where's Twitter response elicited former colleagues of Michelle to chime in, including Yvette Nicole Brown, who worked with her on ABC's The Mayor and Glee's Alex Newell. The domino effect brought up horror stories from trans model Plastic Martyr, who claimed when she saw Michelle in the bathroom at an Emmy ceremony, she yelled at her for being in the women's bathroom. And actor Dabier Snell, who said Michelle wouldn't let him sit at a table with her when he had a guest role on Glee in 2014, stating he, quote, didn't belong there. A former child actress who worked with Michelle on Broadway in the 90s shared on social media, quote, she demeaned the crew and threatened to have people fired if she was in any way displeased. She was 12 and she was terrifying. It didn't say who said that, but I highly suggest you read the whole article. It sums up everything Samantha felt and Leah was attacking her due to being black and would threaten her and all this stuff. I didn't want to obviously read the whole article, but it's a really good one to read. It's just so crazy. Like, it's so, like, wild that this girl was so, in a sense, like, protected. Yeah, and can we just talk really quick about Funny Girl? I know we're going to get into blinds about it. Yeah. And I don't know if Beanie is a great singer, right? I don't know. I'm also not, like, a Broadway girl, really. Right. But I think it's so insane that from what it seems like, from everything I've read on Twitter... Beanie was very much pushed out a funny girl yeah. for Leah, who was a known racist. Right. Like, what? I know. And I know that we, we kind of talked about this in our high episode, but we, neither of us were able to really make words at the time. Um, but I was like trying to say during the episode that like, that's fucked up, but I still kind of feel like the universe is going to like, like, Okay. Basically, that experience had she had it not come out that she was like this awful racist, or had she not been an awful racist that was exposed, that experience would have been something that she'd literally worked her whole life for and would have been so rewarding and like mm-hmm. truly would have been probably like the biggest moment of her career. And we all would have celebrated it. It would have been like, yes, of course, she would have won an Emmy. I mean, 
or uh, Tony, a Tony, um, you know, and it would have been amazing. And it's like, even though she is getting it, it's like the universe is still kind of handing her her ass because it's like, girl, yeah, you do sing Barbara songs really well, but you're a cunt and everybody on this set is going to treat you as such. And there's a blind about Jane Lynch that we'll get to in like 2022, Ooh. but um, I completely agree. And that's something you want to like champion someone for, right? Right. But you cannot do that with the show. No. And it's not going to be the experience that she dreamt of her whole life. Like, you know, because she's awful and she doesn't deserve it. And I cannot believe that they pushed her, that girl out for her. I can't. And I like Beanie Fieldstein, Fieldstein. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can never say anyone's last name. <laughs> yeah, um, but like, I loved her in Booksmart, even in, I think she was in Neighbors 2. I thought she was really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And I just hope this, and she was great as Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. I just hope this doesn't like take her down. I don't, I don't, I hope that it won't either, but I don't think it will. No. You know, it's like a shitty person got hired for a job and I can't wait to hear the blinds about that experience because you know people are going to be talking oh yeah (laughs) this a slash b plus list singing actress has taken a lot of flack multiple times in the past few months it hasn't stopped her from meeting up with a pap each day at exactly the same time and place and i guess that's a reference to like the baby paparazzi pictures and this isn't a blind item but during all this time when the stories were coming out that's after like naya rivera passed and of course, Black Lives Matter, all of that kind of like in the same span of a few months. Mm-hmm. But uh, more stories came out and Amber Riley said she wouldn't speak about Leah at the time because she was pregnant. She mm. was like, I'm not going to say anything negative about her. Let's focus on Black Lives Matter. That's yeah. But Heather Morris, <laughs> I loved Brittany, by the way, but Heather Morris, she just goes, yeah, Leah wasn't pleasant. <laughs> Such a Brittany response. And again, I know Leah was very pregnant at the time that Naya passed away, mm-hmm. but I find it so wild that the whole cast went to that lake to try and like harness yeah. some kind of energy or, you know, just support. Yeah. But Leah wasn't there. I don't think Ryan Murphy was there either. I also, anybody who's never seen the Amber Riley, <laughs> Leah Michelle interview. It's on our someone, Instagram feed. It's, yeah, it's, that is one of my favorite awkward interviews of all time when she's like Leah's like the entire set is just like a family and we can't get enough of being around each other we constantly talk and we're just hanging out and we are sort of a on-set family and Amber's eyes are like, like she has the most like like painted on smile no expression she's like blink blink this bitch is crazy She's disassociating. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she can't wait to tell the other cast members about the interview. Because <laughs> it does seem like most of the other cl- cast was close. So close. And they make it a point to be like, we're close. If you we're look at close. cast photos from events throughout the years, Leah is barely in any of them. Even like season one, like hot. Remember they did a hot topic tour? Yes. Oh my like, God. Yeah. Leah's barely in those pictures. <laughs> It's crazy. She just must have been just a fucking asshole. I can't even imagine. I honestly can't. She's one of those people where it's easier to just avoid her. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're in 2021. It would be much more a shocker 
if this former A-list singer slash actress was taking part in a reunion of her former network show. She and the person being honored hated each other and no, hate is not too strong of a word. The other big name not participating has a big fish on her yachting line and is not letting any other fish have a chance. She's glued to his side. And that was Leah Michelle, Glee, of course, Naya Rivera. And I don't know if people know this, Diana Agron's allegedly like a big yacht girl. But that is when um, there was a Glee reunion set for the 32nd annual Glad Media Awards to pay tribute to Naya Rivera. And I do have to say, Naya and Britney's storyline really did help me realize I like girls. Too. Like, it was the first time I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I can come out about this. Well, that's the just I think generally the interesting thing about Glee is that it did so much good. Yes. That's what's so that's what's like so interesting about it. Like because so many sets are dark and you hear so many stories about like different shows of young people where it was like drama and, and fighting. Mm-hmm. Our One Tree Hill episode. Right. Like that's like a, a pretty common thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that separates Glee is like it's such extremes. Like it's like. I don't know. It's just crazy. Like the show did so much good for young people. I think the show gave a lot of people who felt like they didn't fit in a safe place. Totally. And it's a show that I'll watch. Like I said, sometimes I'll just watch YouTube like clips of them singing because for a while it really was my safe place. And it made like as somebody who was in choir in high school and like was very much in like a glee kind of group, like I was in choir all through high school and it was like not cool. Right. You know what I mean? Like I luck- luckily I went to a high school where like it was kind of like Glee where everybody just sort of found themselves in choir and we all looked around like none of us would ever be friends but like it's fun to sing falsetto in choir like just <laughs> as boys you know like all the tough guys being like oh, 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 you know what I mean? But it made being in the arts like cool. Like it, it really made like art cool whatever your version of that is and that's to me like the best thing that it did you know and the worst thing it did is give everyone on that cast a curse yeah yes this a slash b plus list singing actress who has trouble getting work as a singer or an actress is pitching a docuseries on her dead ex she really gets a lot of mileage out of that do you believe that that she's pitching it yeah I would not be surprised Mm. because if she's in the, the, if she's in like the lowest of lows, as far as how people view her, what's like the one thing that's guaranteed to be sympathetic. I was trying to find a quote and maybe I completely made this up in my head. I don't know, but I feel like Corey's mom has come out and talked about Leah. Yeah. And she was like, she was very much there when Corey first passed, but now we don't hear anything from her ever. Oh, that's so dark. Eek. This permanent A-list singer slash actress slash Oscar winner was asked to provide her input on a casting decision for a theater role, and she gave her blessing to the actress who landed the job. Our permanent actress said no to the actress who always wanted the, the role for fear she would overshadow what the permanent A-list actress did with it. And that, of course, is Barbara Streisand, Funny Girl, and Beanie Feldstein. Again, Barbara Streisand must be terrified one day she's going to wake up and Leah Michelle is over her bed. I know, like misery. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is the final blind of 2021. This former A-list singing television actress is now realizing that one burns bridges there, that when one burns bridges, there's a long road back to repairing them. Another movie singing role that she thought she was going to get is now going to a different actress. So of course she thought, or Leah thought she was going to get Fanny Bryce on Funny Girl. She did not. She also thought she was going to get Alphaba for the Wicked movie, and she's not getting that either. And the final blind of 20, is the final blind in 2022. Why, yes, it is intentional that this A-list actress is leaving her role two days prior to her former co-star joining the production. That's Jane Lynch leaving Funny Girl right before Leah Michelle starts. Wow. Interesting. But what sucks, you know this is going to happen. Leah Michelle is going to bring the tickets. Yeah. That's what sucks is because people want to, have always wanted to see her do this, you know? Yeah. And it's like soiled. Now, do you think, I kn- as I say this, I'm smiling because I know people are going to do this. On Glee, she was Fanny Bryce, right? On Funny yeah. Girl, in Funny Girl, whatever. And Jane Lynch's character like stands up, Sue Sylvester walks out. How many people are going to do that during the show, do you think? You, she's going to get heckled. Yeah. Like, I would be afraid to be on stage with her during yeah. such a heightened time. Because people are going to heckle her. Right. Or they're at least going to troll her or, like, make fun of her. Like, it'll be cool to, like, make fun of her, you know. Like, it'll be more of a, like, let's go see this spectacle. Right. But I can picture it becoming a TikTok trend, like, people standing up and walking out. I do. I can, too. In a fucking tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So that is Leah Michelle. Yeah, I guess that wasn't, um, no, not shocking at all. More of a sort of a recap of, like, what we thought she would be I was um, a little surprised that she allegedly like fucks everybody I'm not <laughs> I'm not I think that that was very much like her not that she fucked Ryan Murphy obviously but very much kind of like her relationship with him mm-hmm. was like this weird like casting couch thing like I feel like her and him had a very dark friendship relationship situation you know Black what I mail. mean yeah not good things I feel like they were evil together behind the scenes for sure like making fun of people yeah I agree I agree with you 100% and I mean I don't even think we need to do are they rotted or not no she's a piece of shit but if anybody is like planning on going to see uh funny girl let us know (laughs) let us know how it is for real and what sucks is you know she's gonna kill it of course. Of course. It sucks that she's so fucking talented and this truly is the role for her. It was made for her. Yeah. Sucks. So yeah, Leah Michelle rotted to the core. Yeah, for sure. And just a reminder, please make sure to rate. Please make sure to just subscribe. We are still an independent podcast. We have no ads or anything like that. Um, and it helps us chart, which is Im- like kind of important to independent podcasts, right? <laughs> yeah it's kind of a big deal and we don't we purposely don't have ads because we just like don't want to like bog you guys down with ads 
So it would help if you could leave us a positive review. If it's negative, put it somewhere else. <laughs> just DM us. Just DM it to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll see some of you in Philly this upcoming weekend. And then we also have a DC date. Make sure to get tickets to that. All tickets are in our bio. And my only advice this week is get some sleep. I haven't been sleeping. And I feel like I'm being a fucking bitch because of it. So get some sleep. Yeah. Get some style. I'm going to second that. Go to bed. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.